Tasmania's Woodstock, the world's most annoying ringtone brought to life, and the storm before the calm. Clancy Overall here for the Monday edition of the Daily Batuta, and I'm shopping for a new liver after that weekend from hell. What about you, Errol? Yeah, I'm not bad, mate. Uh, You might be able to get one from the same place that Darren Hinch allegedly got his, the black market, apparently. Darren Hinch's new liver was uh, once inside a vocal critic of the Chinese Communist Party, they say. uh. But anyway, what do you got first up for us? Well, on the topic of chronic alcohol abuse, a drunk tourist at Dark Mofo has won a government arts grant after having a chunda in Hobart CBD. A mainlander visiting Tasmania for the weekend has today received a standing ovation for his brave and non-conformist art installation in Hobart's main street last night. With gasps from nearby pedestrians, Baz Strait, a 37-year-old, vomited for roughly 10 minutes, complete with the shameless spitting in between each hurl. While Baz insists he isn't a performance artist, his late-night regurgitation was a result of 13 full-strength Bogues lagers and an ill-advised Winfield Blue. Critics say his refusal to acknowledge the importance of his work is only adding to another layer in what The Age has called a breathtaking betrayal of the human condition. Strange old place, Tassie, isn't it? Yeah, it's not really my cup of tea, but um, I don't see too many of them up here in the Simpson Desert, so there's a mutual respect there, I guess. (laughs) Anyway, moving on to our international news now, and our own Prime Minister is up to his old tricks again. It's believed British Prime Minister Johnson was actually quite impressed by Scotty's crazy frog impersonation during his recent UK visit. The relationship between Australia and the United Kingdom may be at an all-time high right now as British Prime Minister Boris Johnson just can't seem to get enough of Scotty's crazy frog impersonation. Known for plaguing the mid-noughties with his annoying voice and exposed genitals, the crazy frog was a popular animated character who cashed in big back when ringtones were still a thing. While the world uh, seems to have forgotten about the strange blue humanoid, Australia's Prime Minister thinks he might just be the key to improving relations with the United Kingdom. Yeah, Barr seemed to like it. He said, that is brilliant, Malcolm. Absolutely brilliant, Malcolm. Do it again. Do it again. Anyway, back to local news here in the Diamantina Shire. And a bloke planning to do dry July has achieved a suitably moist June. This could be about everyone here in the newsroom. Are you doing dry July this year, Errol? No, mate, I've got nothing to hide. I've got nothing to run from in terms of alcohol. I'm a 46-year-old newspaper journalist with $17,000 in superannuation. Why the fuck would I want to curb my drinking? I mean, if anything, I should start drinking more. I I should be looking to minimise my time spent on this spinning celestial prison, shouldn't I? You make a valid point there, but it's a bit early in the morning and a bit soon in the week to be uh, carrying on like Amy Winehouse, isn't it? And... Further to that, it makes me wonder why you put us through all of the, uh, I guess, punishment of you quitting cigarettes, if that's your mindset. I guess, well, you know, anyway, mate, I just want to go upstairs a bit easier. Anyway, back to the news. Uh, In a world that has sought to make every month some sort of abstinence-based challenge, the alcohol-free dry July seems to be quite popular for its ability to raise money for cancer and brush off our national drinking problem and push it under the rug for another month. One such person gearing up for 31 grogless days is Batuta Pond's carpenter Carl Knox, who is preparing for dry July by having a suitably moist June. He said, I'm looking forward to having a bit of a break. Uh, And he purchased a slab of beer. And I guess, you know, if that won't last him this bloody weekend, then it'll guess it'll last him next week. It's just still a journalism, isn't it, mate? Absolutely. Some real local news there. 
Anyway, that's the Sunday pages for you. And today's quote of the day comes from one of the great rugby league fiction writers, James Hooper, who said this of the recent controversy that saw Sam Burgess choke out a former SAS soldier into unconsciousness. He said, Burgess reached over and put a soldier in a headlock, choking him out before climbing into the driver's seat and taking the wheel. Sounds a bit like bullshit, and with James Hooper, who fucking knows? Yeah, well, it's Hooper's job to get clicks and to get listens for Fox Sports, so fucking good on him. Anyway, that's all we've got for this Monday. My name is Errol Parker, and thank you for tuning in. Hooroo.